Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, August 21st. Despite concerns about cracks starting to emerge in the Canadian housing market, prices are still rising according to a key index. The Terranet National Bank National Home Price Index for July reveals a sharp rise in prices across 11 metro areas at 2.4% seasonally adjusted month over month, marking the fourth consecutive monthly increase and the second largest monthly gain ever recorded by the index, behind the 3.6% rise in July 2006. There were gains in eight out of the 11 metros included led by Halifax at 4.9%, Hamilton at 4.4% and Vancouver at 3.9%. Toronto was at 3.5%. Year over year, there was still a decline, but the 1.9% drop was smaller than in June and three metros still managed an annual gain, Calgary, Halifax and Quebec City. Investors cannot afford to be complacent, though, as the HPI report notes that things could change later in the year as affordability and interest rates bite. Meanwhile, Desjardins' principal economy Economist Mark Desomo highlighted the rise in listings over recent months, saying we won't know for a few months whether that reflects investors timing the market or mortgage holders trying to wash their hands of higher debt servicing costs. Yet the 21% Canada-wide jump in listings that began in April is the fastest three-month rise ever recorded outside the pandemic, suggesting a shift in market sentiment. Investors are split on whether they invest more or less due to inflation, but also on whether it affects their investment decisions at all. While 21% of respondents to a recent survey said they've been investing more to try to offset the impact of inflation, 24% have reduced their investment portfolios, 3% are currently not investing. The survey from alternative investment platform Peerberry also found that investments in P2P loans, ETFs, stocks and real estate are currently having the best risk-to-return ratio and these also scored highest for investments with the potential for returns and stability in the coming year. For investing in loans, short-term loans and real estate loans were cited as likely being the most attractive in the coming year. One-fifth of respondents said they'd not had any losses in the past year, with a similar share reporting losses from stocks, 18% from cryptos, 15% from P2P loans, 10% from ETFs, 9% from real estate and 5% from bonds. Asked about the investments producing the highest profits, 21% said P2P P2P loans. Peerberry's focus on this means its users are more likely to be investing in this space. Stocks at 18%, ETFs at 12%, real estate 9%, cryptos 8% and bonds 3%. Poll participants were divided on when inflation will return to normal, with around 3 in 10 saying 2024 and a similar share saying 2025. A more optimistic 13% believe things will stabilise this year, while 27% are unsure. Investors looking to add international companies with strong balance sheets and sustainable cash flow to their portfolios now have a new option. Vanguard has announced its plan to launch an actively managed fund focused on those firms that are most likely to grow their dividends over the long term and are well positioned to navigate highs and lows of the business cycle with resilience to varied market conditions. The Vanguard International Dividend Growth Fund is expected to be launched in the fourth quarter of 2023 and will have a competitive expense ratio of 0.54%. Investors will need a minimum $3,000 for the single share class investment. The new fund will be advised by Wellington Management and managed by Peter Fisher, who also co-manages the Vanguard Dividend Growth Fund, alongside portfolio manager Don Kilbride. Wellington Management is Vanguard's largest and longest-serving external advisor, having been involved since Vanguard launched and having overseen more than $405 billion of Vanguard fund assets globally through to June 30th, 2023. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus... 
is now the right time to invest in commodities? Which Wall Street firm could be about to break up a high-profit unit? And a succession-style video reignites a feud between Rogers and its former CEO. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.